of her nest, so is a man that wandereth from his home. Hey, how's it going? This is Less Than Stupid Podcast. I am here with Mitch. Mitch! Hello. And this is Keith. So, sadly, this is the last episode, I'm pretty sure, for... Pretty pretty sure. sure, (laughs) For Less Than Stupid Podcast. It's... I'm going to explain... Um why i decided to kill this podcast and it actually became came from like inspiration from something i saw on hulu um but we'll get into all that so before we start all that um how you been mitch uh just fine good good good, not great (laughs) uh yeah (laughs) yeah Okay. Yeah, pretty much. No, no crazy stuff's been going on. Family's still good. No uh, illness, outbreaks, anything like that. No, nothing. Nothing grand. Right, nothing cool, bad. Cool. That's good. Good to hear. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, kind of hard yeah, for things yeah. to be like super amazing right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, I've like I just like spent money on some gear and stuff to do like to film stuff. And now I'm thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, am I going to be able to film half the things that I want to film with everybody being, like, you know what I mean? Still being, like, really cautious. But, well, and I actually I actually had an experience where I asked somebody, like, to film something recently. And it was kind of, like, a weird experience. So we'll, we'll go into that also. Um, just remind me about the food truck, okay? <laughs> Yeah, it'd just be like okay. if I if I'm Got like it. off track or something, just or we end up at a, a stall, like just be like, okay, food truck. Remember the food truck. But okay. So first off, I want to, uh, and I've been good too, by the way. Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> um, no, I've been bored, dude. Like I'm going, I'm finally, finally starting to really feel like this whole like I don't know like virus thing, um, and I it's finally hitting. No, I did, but I didn't. Like I, I did, but I was kind of content. Um, but now I'm just uh, tired yeah. of being at home so much. I'm, I'm really, really like starting to get anxious, and um, you know, yeah. it's, it sucks. That's, it sucks. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. So even though I'm a homebody, I still yeah, still yeah, dude. And that's the thing. It's like I was training myself to kind of to be a homebody more, and you know, like. It, it was yeah and like now it's just kind of like nah like i need yes exactly especially because like i don't i don't interact with very many people anyway so it's like that yeah. was part of the reason also why i decided to to kind of kill the podcast um 
and kind of focus on some other things that I want to I want to do. So the idea from this came from um, I was watching Hulu and I watched a documentary um, about how about a magazine called uh, Big Brother magazine. Um, and hold on. Let me let me make sure I get the name of the documentary right, because I didn't make I didn't make any notes for this for the last episode right. <laughs> to kind of just be opposite of how our first episode was. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, no. And, and then I didn't want to do a video because I wanted it to really capture the essence of like, you know, like I want this to be a part of a project in the future. So the, the start of the, um, this idea or like how I had the idea to kind of end less than stupid came from uh, a documentary I saw on Hulu called dumb. It's called dumb. The story of big brother magazine. So what, what big brother magazine was, and I had never even really known about big brother magazine, but we've all heard of jackass, right? Okay. So apparently big brother magazine was like a skate magazine, like sort of that these guys yeah. did you know before um before they did jackass and like was kind of a segue into them meeting like bam margera who later did like cky uh, or cky2k and it was kind of like the what i call like the punk rock phase for all these people to eventually go on to like the i mean if you if if you can call you can call jackass professional you know i mean it was on mtv like but to go into like a more a bigger project of something that was like a major hit later on you know yeah so for me yeah. it was like okay this to me is like the punk rock phase um i want less than stupid to be that punk rock thing that like it was the way that we worked out formulas um to where like we can go have you know work on another project later that's a little bit more professional a little bit more um like friendly and stuff like that not to say that the project i have planned in the future is going to be like super adult aimed but i learned a lot of things like in doing this podcast um you know especially with the youtube videos like um with monetizing videos um, the potential to do that in the future, you know, having to limit certain episodes to like 18 and over because of like the things that we were talking about and stuff like that. So, you yeah. know, like, I mean, we literally have like an episode where when when I did the the word guessing episode. And like I, I was, you know, the words I gave you to make sentences was like cock and balls, you know, <laughs> like oh, which yeah. isn't horrible, but also like. I wanted this to be, <laughs> I wanted this to be, not I mean, not the best. the best. Yeah. But I mean, even with our logo and everything, like I'm hoping like we can look back or people can look back on this later and be like, yeah, that was this kind of phase for, for these people, you know, what they were doing. Um, and literally like I was laying in bed one morning uh, after I just woke up and I had watched this documentary like the day before, a couple days before. And my first thought was, uh, I'm I'm going to kill the podcast. You know, like I'm going to there's other things that I want to work on that are a little bit more professional. Um so I'm going to get rid of this like punk rock phase so to speak in this this media world um that we chose to jump in like with a podcast. So 
uh, I was just like, yeah, I mean, like, and the the great thing about this is we kind of get to end it on our terms, and that's just like it's just gone, you know, like in all the in nineteen episodes, um, well, eighteen, and then this one will be nineteen. In a year, there's a lot that I've learned, um, to kind of be better at this, and then also we never got banned for anything i mean we never got in trouble i never got any emails from like spotify itunes youtube soundcloud that was like this shit's like like you can't have this you can't say this we never got any copyright strikes or anything on any of the videos which is good you know but i i kind of wish in that time that we did (laughs) uh no no, i mean i'm just kidding but it it was like Uh um how can i say like it was a conscious decision to end this phase on our terms rather than somebody coming in. Like, cause with that, with big brother magazine, like it was other people that eventually came in and were like trying to shut them down and like lack of funding, lack of like, you know, sponsors. Like, I, I guess you could say like sponsors and stuff like that. Um, which also, Oh, okay. So there was another documentary. So two documentaries got me to make this decision. Uh-huh. The other one was, um, basically a documentary about the rise and fall of the dana carvey show um so like exactly (laughs) Uh, so dana (laughs) carvey show documentary i sorry i i'm so bad at remembering names and titles and shit it's called too funny to fail and it basically so dana carvey is the guy who plays um garth on wayne's world so everybody knows wayne's world right you've never seen wayne's world (laughs) wow okay okay so so you should watch it but basically also on hulu you can tell i've been on hulu a lot right (laughs) Um, yeah they did this show called uh this doc they had this documentary called too funny to fail and it's about how um all these different people like writers and stuff that worked for saturday night live um up and coming comedians at the time guys like steve carell stephen colbert um, they worked on this show. They were part of this show called the Dana Carvey show that actually ended up being on primetime television after home improvement. Do you know home improvement? Okay. I do. So for a while, this, this show was like compiled of all these like amazing people, you know, uh, uh comedians, writers and stuff like that. And they created this show that was like on primetime television, but once they got on primetime television, like it, the response to, the show wasn't great because you had a lot of like uh, people who were coming from like home improvement audience. And then this show was like on right after and it was pretty intense. Right. Um, Like I think the first episode of the show, they had like Bill Clinton, like um, breastfeeding, like babies and puppies and and all this stuff. So like, so, (laughs) right. Right. So the, when I was watching these documentaries, I was like, um, there was a, a general theme, you know, where like there were people who were happy that they got to work on these projects because they were do- working on these projects on their terms. But at the same time, like I, I realized I was like, you know what, like I want to create something that a lot of people can be like, yeah, I listen to this or I watch these videos and I really like it. Um, and it's something even like you know, my not not to say that we're going to target we have specific target audiences, but like to where people can say like, oh, I can recommend this to my friend or I can recommend this to my coworker. Now, that's not to say that in future projects, the risky content isn't going to be there, but just better orchestrated. Um, 
and I, see. I, I mean i changed my mind a lot dude so i just wanted i was just tired <laughs> you know not tired i just i wanted this to be like the ep to the to the album you know what i mean so hopefully in the future uh i do have like mm-hmm. ideas circulating and um i will i'll obviously i'll talk to you more about the show that i want to start doing in the future um and we might carry over a couple things that that i thought were actually really good ideas with this podcast but better basically just a better formula um you know and on that note okay we're gonna i'm gonna have a very important question for you um so you can kind of talk about some of the things on the podcast that we did so far that you really liked um and some things that you know you would think like oh this was a good idea but you know this might be a better way to do something like this in the future so i know you said that you might not have a lot to say about it but in the tradition of the show and this past year and it's been about a year because i think our first episode was halloween right around halloween uh around there yeah i remember making those those candy bowls yeah yeah so like that's a good example because we had this i had this whole arts and crafts idea that like once a month we would do an arts and crafts video and like we never (laughs) did it we did we we did Uh, the halloween that and that was it and that was it but um so we'll get into like some things that you that maybe in the future if big if if we were to start another podcast a different podcast different kind of podcast um some things that worked things that didn't work but like i said before in tradition of the show and tradition of this podcast let's let's try to do a one last maybe one last uh mitchell's k-pop corner you got i mean i know i know it's hard all right all right uh i can tell you some some new new albums that are really good and i mean the blackpink album's coming next yeah. week oh is it next week the album yeah I think oh it's next week. my god Wait, i need to confirm this hold on uh i i'm pretty sure it said the second but i might be i mean i've been seeing the instagram posts or jisoo's instagram posts like all all week you know like the last week week and a half and like I mean, but at this yeah. point, it's like I I kind of sometimes don't even pay attention to dates and stuff. I'm just like, oh, cool, GCU posted something, and I, you know, I double tap for the hearts. You know, may, maybe if if uh, if the pictures <laughs> of really like decent quality, where I'm just more captivated than usual, I'll I'll save the picture for a background on my phone or something. You know, but <laughs> but yeah, of course. I, I'm, but yeah, literally it, it, my only wallpapers it, are jisoo uh wallpapers in my phone and i'm not ashamed to say it i'm at all yeah that's okay but all right so yeah it is the <laughs> second so that's it's uh well actually would be the first for us because it's the second at midnight eastern time so that'd be nine o'clock on the first Ding. i'm kind of excited so on thursday wow Less thursday than a week slash away. friday that's our first I think it's I don't know if it's gonna be a full album or not, but they don't release much music. Um so there's that. Well and if then, it says out al- if they're saying album, it's gotta be at least nine songs. Well, I mean there's many uh, albums that people call albums true. that have like four songs. Shit, yeah, them. that's true. You're right. You're right about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, but as of as for things already out, I really like the new Stray Kids album. Okay. And uh, the new Everglow mini album. Nice. Okay. So usually because I don't, I haven't heard this stuff when you talk to me about it, but I'm big on like yeah. themes and like, like tracing sounds and styles. So you mentioned this, the new Stray Kids album. Now I do like Stray Kids. Um, there's, there's like, uh, I mean a bunch of K-pop I have never heard but um and still haven't listened to after catching recommendations but like stray kids is one of those groups that i was like okay i'm gonna go into spotify i'm gonna uh follow this group and so so like style wise i mean what are we what are we looking at with the stray kids album kind of like uh i'd say kind of darker oh i love it already darker um there's Lots of electronic sounds as well, but I—that's nothing new in music in general. But uh, and then they have songs that, like, there are eight of them in the group, and some of the songs only have like three of the guys on there instead of the whole group. So they kind of like subdivided to make some songs on their own. Um. And their title track, Backdoor, is kind of similar to their last one, um, which was, oh crap, I can't believe I forgot the name of it. Oh, God's Menu. It's kind of similar in style to that. And, like, it's kind of loud and in your face. I think they're just starting to find more of a, like, their thing. Like a, their niche. Yeah, their niche, their sound. Nice. I, I mean, it sounds like super interesting. Now I'm gonna have to, <laughs> I have to like, what was the last thing that I was like, I have to listen to this. Oh, Joji, Joji just released a new album, I think. So I was like, okay. man, I, it, th- God, I have not been up on music, but you make the album sound super appealing. Um, yeah, especially really when a group is when they like theme an album within a certain setting. Or when they start to develop a sound, um, th- those are really yeah. the types of albums I like to listen to. Um, because I mean, with me, it's like I don't have time to listen to all the music that I want, which is why I ask you about K-pop when I can. Because then it's like if I feel like listening to K-pop, like you usually recommend good stuff, you know. <laughs> usually, 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 some of the stuff I'm like, because I, I guess because I'm not as into K-pop as you, I'm not as into it. Period. Um, like when you do make recommendations, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I'm like, yeah, this is good. Like, I understand why people are going crazy over this, you know? Um, yeah. So, uh, and then the second thing you said, Everglow came out with, you said a mini album or yeah. Yeah. How's that? Dif- and different. It's good. It is different. Yeah. They're, uh, they're like title songs called la di da I don't think it's. That original, oh, you were but, listening um, to it. You were just listening yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was in Discord. Because he's yeah. Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of like retro sounding. Like, um, what's that weekend song that sounds very 80s? Mm. What's the weekend song that I like? I'm asking my girlfriend. What is it called? Blinding Lights. Oh, uh, 
off of his new it's album like, that he just released over over summer, right? I have no idea. When did it come out? Last, last year. year. Yeah, apparently it was last no. year. But that one feels like 80s nighttime driving music to me, and Lolly Dust sounds like yeah, the yeah, same yeah. Thing. But it, it of course sounds different, but it's like the same nighttime drive oh, in the 80s. You're right, dude. You're right. It was it that Blinding Lights was released last um last year, and then I think the full album was released yeah. 2020. I could be wrong about that, but oh, okay. um, oh yeah, yeah, that's that a great sense. song. Have you seen the music video for that song? For yeah. the weekend one. Oh, you should check no. it out. I don't normally like The Weeknd. That's the only song I've heard that I like. Yeah, it's him. pretty retro. I would say like a good amount of that album is decent. Ha- but he he kind of started that vibe. We'll get back to K-pop, but since you brought up The Weeknd, um, there's an artist called Kavinsky. Have you ever heard of Kavinsky? Okay, uh, so no. The Weeknd also went through what I call like a Kavinsky phase. And Kavinsky is kind of more that 80s, definitely like that 80s driving at night sound. Like totally. like. Even the storyline yeah. behind the artist, like, like he's like this ghost dude that was in a car crash, but he became a ghost with his car. So now he's like this ghost driver, and he just, I guess, drives around like, I don't know, creating uh, discord for people, <laughs> discord, creating, <laughs> creating chaos, yeah. but then also like saving people. It's, it's, it's a crazy, crazy, uh, crazy concept. But the weekend had like a phase, mm-hmm. um what i call the his kavinsky phase so it's like it's very funny that you you say like oh retro 80s type um influence because like you hit the nail on the head without even without even knowing it you know that's pretty crazy but um yeah so uh so you're saying that this evergo album has or a couple tracks or the album in general has that that retro kind of vibe uh just the one song like uh, the other ones are more there's a poppy one, like a normal poppy one, and there's a kind of a slower one. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. I wish yeah. see that. I wish we like were just really famous and like we could actually get like licensing and rights to like <laughs> people were like, yeah, for sure, like talk about this and then play the song like right after, you know. I don't know. I guess yeah. that's why you have to be in radio or something, so you have that. You have something, that luxury. Like that. I feel like podcasts are like. The new radio, but without all the rights, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, um, that's so, true. all right. So, Blackpink, Stray Kids, and Everglow. Um, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm pretty excited about, about the Blackpink album. Um, be- I'm like, not getting Really? I had a feeling you were going to say that. Because you I, didn't like, let's be honest, you didn't like ice cream. <laughs> yeah. I, I did not. I knew it. I didn't like I, uh, I two things about that song. One, um, I liked it because like I'm a Selena Gomez fan, and it was kind of cool just to see like her do like to be, I guess, a little bit of a younger American artist to really just I get not. How can I say this? I feel like I feel like. <laughs> Like with Dua Lipa, uh-huh. you know, and like Lady Gaga, like these are like big diva kind of type like voices, you know what I mean? Um, and Selena yeah. Gomez is like kind of like that, like a like a little rock and roll diva type personality, you know? So when I watched the video, there was obviously things that I was like, eh, you know, but um, 
I I don't know. Like it, it just got it. It got me. I was just like, okay, I don't know why I like this, but I like it. Um, but the one thing is, is that it it is it was a track that I definitely they definitely should have released like in the middle of summer, um, or like so yeah, instead end. of at the end of summer, because I feel like the song the track would have had more like longevity. But who knows? Because of Corona and everything, and not being able to get, because obviously they filmed it in two different parts of the world. You know, there there's not a part in the video at all where they're all together. So True. you know, maybe that had something to do with it. Um, but yeah, I thought it was I thought it was not bad. Uh, for the most part, my favorite parts of that song were um, were Jenny and there's a couple parts where Jenny and Rose like really like uh let their voices go a little bit and uh like they Uh really belt out you know and i was like oh like that's cool and i think those two little parts is what made me really like it um plus the fact i mean you know it was just it's it's a radio friendly song but it was just uh also something that their first thing there was a lot of build-up so maybe the build-up and the marketing and shit got me too you know maybe (laughs) but uh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there, there was. was so I mean, like I don't know. Um, I liked it, but definitely not um, my favorite song by them. But it was, it was pretty, it was pretty okay. But I knew you didn't like it. I could just tell when I when I talked to you about when I I could tell through text that yeah. you didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I was like, I think I texted you. I was like, or you. We were talking about it because I watched it live on on YouTube, which is something I've never done with anything ever. I have never watched. <laughs> and I was like, I like yeah. I felt like I was part of the hype. You know, there's all these people. Everybody's getting excited. And then it was over, you know, and then I think you I, one of us hit the other one up and was like, oh, did you like it? And I was like, yeah, like, you know, it was cool, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I do agree also that Jisoo should have had more parts. Um so it was kind of like, hmm, like the part they gave her was very, very short. And I was like, wow, that's kind of like, that's kind of, that's not cool, you know? <laughs> but um, yeah, it was definitely like the Rose and the, or the Rose and uh, Jenny show for Blackpink on that one. I feel like um, even Lisa's part, Lisa's part was like, it was okay, but um, like she's had better like rap parts in, in other tracks, especially, especially how you yeah. like that. Like how you like that was like, like so did i like a lot a lot like um that that track is just like hard hitting and um lisa's part especially is like very hard hitting um in that song so even her part as a kind of a a follow-up or whatever to that was like minuscule compared to like selena um rose and jenny but um but yeah i knew you you didn't like it because i texted you and i think you were like the only thing you said was like uh, it's different, or it was different. <laughs> really, I don't even remember I think that... what I said. I could probably yeah, go yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, like, let me see. Yeah, you, you check, you check. <laughs> go on. Uh, see, when did it come out? Like forever. August? Yeah, forever ago. Oh, I just passed the video I sent you with a uh, Ginny Tty. <laughs> oh yeah, I said, did you like the song? And then you said, yeah. Jisoo could have had more. Oh yeah, I said it was pretty different. Yeah, yeah. So like that's the nice that's your nice I I figured that was you being really nice and saying like, yeah, I didn't like it, you know? 
but which is fine because how you like that was really good i think um so you know 50 yeah i like 50 50 i like that one um but just hoping that yeah i hope for your sake it is like i would hate because (laughs) i feel like i'm still at the like the beginning not the beginning stages of enjoying blackpink's music but i'm still enjoying it without any bias or any like any real like uh and like analyzation but for you since you've been a fan for so long and you have so many other k-pop influences like i feel like it's got to impress you you know (laughs) yeah like my favorite song still as if it's your last and i came in 2017 so i've just been on a downward spiral (laughs) really I've liked every album less and less. Wow, I know how that is though. I know, I know how that is. Uh, I have artists definitely that their first album, second album, even like I'm, I'm right on board. Um, and then it slowly and slowly, more and more and more, I just don't like them anymore. You know, it's just like ah, like it's not yeah. good. But that's per, that's producers, especially with a group like Blackpink. That's producers and songwriters, like they it, it's the label's job basically with a group like that because they're not in charge of their own music so much it's the label and like producers songwriters and stuff like that that all work under the business to yeah. be to make sure that they're putting out like the the best shit you know what i mean so yeah. when you start to wash up a group like blackpink it's not their fault it's it's going to be the label's fault you know what i mean and then the thing is, like, as of lately, I've been liking groups that, like, more and more, and they just so happen to make their own stuff. They're not under, they don't have, like, their own producer or something. They all do it themselves. Yeah, because you're following, yeah, you're following groups with, um, how can I say? Um, that know what they want to do and aren't controlled by. Yeah, like. Like, th- they know what sounds good for right. them. And then it's like, people are going to respond to this or not. They're not. It's not a label saying like this is what's popular right now. This is what we have to imitate. You know, it's not yeah. imitation. It's it can draw influence from other things, but it's not imitating other things. You know what I mean? But yeah. um, that's fair. I mean, that's that's actually a really good, um, really good perspective. You know, like it's there's nothing wrong with that at all. And a lot of times it'll 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 help you like find music that. Otherwise, maybe you wouldn't have found if you were only following the same labels, same businesses, stuff like that. You know what I mean? But yeah. um, all right, cool. So, so far was I, what we talked about. Stray Kids sounds like the most exciting thing for me to listen to next. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it sounds more, it sounds more up my up my alley. Um, but we'll we'll see what happens with Blackpink's new album. Hopefully, it's good. For like I said, for your sake. Hopefully it's good for the person who got me into Blackpink. I'm my yeah. hopes are high for you, and uh, yeah. But but what about their last their last little little thing with the the album that had Kick It on it? You didn't like that? Not as much as the album the okay. year before. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. It's a little. It was a little less like hitting, like hard hit. Not hard hitting, but just like hit in general. It was, but the songs I liked from the um, Square Up album were Really and um, uh, See You Later. 
Those are like hard hitting songs. Uh, really? See you later and kick it. Well, I don't know why I like kick it so much. <laughs> That's just like the jam, you know. <laughs> like, I think kick it's along the same lines as see you later and mostly see you later. Yeah. Yeah, there was one also that's um what was the song Hope Not or whatever? Yeah, yeah the so the one? slow one is like when you compare that, like you're gonna compare it to their other slow tracks, you know what I mean? Which is Just Stay and that's my second exa- favorite song. Exactly. By them, so. so it's like when you when you do <laughs> that, you have a hard comparison to what that track what your other track like that was like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But sometimes things come out that are like similar, but I like them more the second time they did it. But this time, it yeah, wasn't. Yeah, which case. is fine. I mean, that's you know, that's that's the way the dice fall on the table sometimes. But um, yeah. Okay, so cool. Mitchell's K-pop corner, and like I said, you know, maybe this is maybe this is something we bring into the next project if if there is a next project. Um, you know, I like I really liked doing Mitchell's K-pop corner because. Um, is a chance to talk about music, which is something that, you know, that's that that everybody yeah. can kind of identify with. Yeah. I and like it's, it. that I especially can identify with, um, which kind of takes me into like the other reasons why I'm deciding to take a break from to end this podcast and <clears throat> work on other projects. So. Um, recently, I haven't been able to stream and do everything that I wanted to because of literally because of the Internet here at this place. So um, there's a lot of stuff I have to do. Like I have to get ready for another move probably within the next like four to six months, um, if if not sooner. Yeah. Um, you know, when we would try to do the podcast episodes because we can't meet up and record because um, yeah, it's not convenient. Obviously, I'm thinking about you and your situation um, or other people's situations, period. So I was just kind of like, you know what, this is it's all coming at a good time. Um, But and one of the things also is like I realized one day that like I haven't written or played music really in like. In a while, dude. So like um, we talk about music and every time we talk about it, I'm like, I I get the itch, you know, I want to play and record. So hopefully I can start doing uh, music stuff on stream. In fact, tomorrow I'm going to go buy some stuff to kind of restore or like fix one of my guitars. That's like not. Yeah, that's not in the nice. best shape. And I'm I'm going to do it on stream. Um, and then I bought all this other stuff to like film and do IRL um, on the IRL aspect. I'm not as as excited as just like going and practicing like filming and and doing different stuff. And then like I'll eventually do the edits and stuff like all on stream um, and it, it was just the podcast was becoming something more where like because the formula was lacking and because I was already starting to think about these other projects, I was like, okay, like we can kind of leave it where it's at. And, um, and you know, like think, think about what we liked, um, for the next project. So on that note, what was now? I know you didn't do a lot of episodes. Like I know you weren't on every episode, but I felt like when it came to the podcast, like, you were involved in every conversation. Um, literally, like, anytime I sent group texts out, it's like you were always for sure the person in there because you did the first episode with me, right? Like, um, you did the most episodes with me, like, as a co-host. So in the stuff that we did do, I mean, just talking about Mitchell's K-pop Corner, for instance, like, was is that something that you can see 
being carried into a next project. Um, I yeah. mean, it, it kind of works, right? Yeah. And in, like in what ways do you see any ways that it can be changed or made better? Um, uh, maybe we just talk about a certain aspect. I don't know, because we can either talk about news of things happening or just songs in general mm-hmm. or a mixture of things, which is what we do right now. Yeah, the mixture, the mixture. See, that's the thing with building formulas. It's like the mixture works, but sometimes it won't work. So yeah, exactly. it's like. It literally will take like me and you sitting down and being like, how can we make Mitchell's K-pop corner better? Um. And which partly depends on you because you're the one who actually has to be in that world, you know, <laughs> like, um, which yeah. I know you don't mind, but that's what I mean. Like this show, this has been such an experiment of about, OK, what works, what doesn't? How can we build a better formula for this in the future? You know, um, I think the most consistent way would just be like, what have I been listening to lately? Like, what do I what's my new favorite thing? in the past like couple weeks or month or whatever i I would agree and even if it's going back and revisiting like revisiting something that's been out that for like four months and you're like oh i i can even do like a year-end thing where i talk about my favorite songs of the year yeah yeah see because i make a i make a playlist of my favorite songs of the year anyways for myself (laughs) really oh my gosh that would have been so okay if things go, if 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 I can do what I think I want to do, then that that definitely is something. I mean, we could even break it up into quarters. You know what I mean? Like best songs of the quarter for the past yeah. three months. You know, um, so cool. I mean, that's that's in in remember these ideas because I'm not writing them down. You know, like I wanted this right. this episode just to be free flowing to where we're we're really just talking from the heart with no other agenda. Um. Because it's the last episode, you know, and, and let I mean, literally less than stupid will be done after this. I'm not going to unless somebody comes up to me and they're like, oh, we like this, this and this. We want to offer you X amount of dollars to revive the show. Then I'll be like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I could I can say my favorite song of the year so far. Uh, let's do it. Let's let's practice it. Let's practice it. All right, so my favorite song of the year so far is uh, Dumpty Dumpty by uh, Idol. It's like, it's a summer song. So you're happy. That's your favorite song of the year, by far. Okay. Yep. Uh, maybe not by far, but that is my favorite song You're going to have to send year. me that in a... Or so I'll, I'll listen to this in editing and I'll, I'll write it down. Uh, well, plus I can always take notes when I'm editing, so I always forget that. <laughs> but, uh, all right, cool. Yeah, so so... It works. It works then. Um, Mitchell's K-pop Corner. I I like it. Um, like I said, it's a chance to talk about music, and it's a chance to talk about a culture that is from another part of the world that um, is slowly integrating itself or has been integrating itself um, in Western culture as well. So um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty about it as well. Um, and. You know, there's other things that can that can go hand in hand with that. You know what I mean? Like we can like I've been watching a lot of anime, dude. I don't know why. <laughs> I've, I'm serious. Right. Like I'm just about to finish like My Hero Academia. I've watched I binge watched like at least I think five or six different series over the summer. 
which is a lot for me. Yeah, that's wow. that's a lot. Yeah. You know, maybe like four, closer to four or five. Um, but I mean, we can do things hand in hand. You know, where we're talking about it's Mitchell's like we redo culture episodes and stuff like that, where we talk about media from other cultures or you know, um, all stuff that we can we can figure out. But I would really like to carry in Mitchell's K-pop corner to something else um, later on because it's been kind of my one of my favorite things. Um, now going back to our very first episode uh the arts and crafts thing what did you think about that that's something i wish we would have done but coronavirus and it, it kind of fucked things up a little bit you know what i mean like a little bit. bit like like getting together being able to go out and get supplies um you know like it's just yeah without saying without giving away too much of our personal lives you know it it was just something that getting together and filming wasn't something that we could really get done and then gear costs money right like it costs money to have a good show where everybody's doing it remotely you know yeah Um, and some people have that money and it's great but then i also see a lot of podcasts that like 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 all right cool you got you have great you have great uh mics you got great cameras you have great backdrops great graphics but your content is shit you know like straight up straight like yeah. I, i'm just saying how it is not that our content's the greatest but it's like we weren't able to carry out certain ideas because of certain other things but um i mean the arts and crafts thing is that something like like scuffed arts and crafts with mitchell and keith is that something <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was great. I mean, like, it's it it's something. It was to... funny for sure. I <laughs> Did you <have> really? <laughs> yeah, my mom brought it out to that me. That is actually. so funny, dude. That is so funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where mine did. Did she I give really mine to you? Me. I don't know. Did I don't you? know where mine is. I think it's probably pa- it's probably packed away in like every year we have like totes and totes of decorations because of my mom, but. It's it's probably sitting somewhere somewhere in like a big plastic tone. <laughs> Maybe, but yeah, she brought it out today. She's like, I love this. Oh, bowl. that's so cute. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I mean, given that you know, in, in in bringing a show or creating a show in the future that maybe is certain aspects are a little bit more family friendly, um, how does an arts and crafts thing work for you? Arts and crafts is fun. Like, I'm really bad at it. But that's, I guess, part of the fun in that I mess it all yeah, up. Yeah, it's th- that's definitely part of the fun, for sure. And that was the whole point. Um, I mean, that episode was really fun. And we filmed those videos with phones, dude. I had, like, two or three phones. And, like, <laughs> we had music yeah. just playing in the background. Like, a haunted. I think you were running a haunted playlist or Halloween playlist. <laughs> yeah, it was a Halloween playlist. And, but it was cool. I mean, like, it the that was stuff that i i wish like uh we could have done more of but for you know whatever reasons and part of it is ideas you know like not have not having ideas or not being inspired you know um but again we're we're trying to figure out what what sorts of things in the future can we bring in that worked um and i think the arts and crafts thing was was okay um what about what else were kind of some staples um so the eat the eats thing now this might be something that's a little bit harder to carry out as as the future goes on but um now we did the episode where we we went to uh grill them all and then it took us a while to record the episode after but i mean how did that 
yeah a while like three and a half months maybe more Um, what is the what was the um how can i say this what worked for that and is it something that that you would do again in the future and then like is this is this something we could do with other types of businesses or does it work best with food um i feel like it works best with food because everybody mostly everybody likes Mm -hmm. food and likes hearing about food places true um like what else would it be like an apartment store yeah (laughs) see that that's my thing too is i don't think anything else works as good as food does i think that ways to change that are like um to do like like a you know to pick something obviously like if we go to a pizza place and we do pizza but then we make sure again not to do pizza unless it's like unless it's like a whole month of like pizza burgers and burritos you know what i mean but then also yeah. have a couple episodes here and there where we're trying food and trying places that we would normally never try or food that we've never tried before. Um, that's something I really wanted to do, but something I also realized that might be really difficult with you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> because, yeah. um, which, which makes it kind of fun that way. I, I don't mind being the patsy and being like, the one who tries that like we we try new food but you try the food that you're comfortable with like like chicken you know like and then i try like the fucking like uh like the bison tongue or whatever you know what i mean like (laughs) yeah 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 you be the the extremist in it and i'll be the person who tries the normal stuff for people that aren't to adventure exactly like exactly and a big part to that formula also that i wanted to do was um i really wanted to do videos um but it made the whole situation more stressful when i would think about it so i was like you know what if we do do um eats episodes on the next project we'll just go on our own time and we won't put the added pressure to video like we just yeah i feel like i, I feel like that it. too um like we could film the spot and be like oh here we are and do like a vlog you know um or even do it live but just not not pay so much attention to the video because then if something goes wrong with video then it's like yeah it's ruining the true content which is the experience and um that's what i really want to bring into the next couple projects that that i work on personally and then you know um that i want to talk about working on with you so so Mitchell's K-pop corner works. Um, Arts and crafts works. Uh, eats like going places and eating and then talking about it and doing li- or doing reviews on the episodes. Um, it works. Um, but yeah. we're missing a corner to our to our box. You know what I mean? Like, what was what was like one other thing that you remember in this past year that was kind of like memorable or something that or something that maybe even we did outside of like not recording a podcast or, or ideas that maybe you thought about that you were like, uh, I, 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 I'm not going to bring this up because of this or, um, you know, anything, anything. Uh, I don't know. Cause there's a lot of times where I would talk about maybe like movies or shows that I watch with you, either you or mm-hmm. somebody else that I would never watch on my own. Cause I wouldn't, I don't yeah. do that. Uh, I think that's, but it's kind of like 
along the same lines of sharing music though it's like media but, stuff but i guess but we can different. do media segments you know what i mean like there yeah. and that's kind of what i wanted this to be a, a big part of this to be anyways because media isn't the wave of the future it is the now you know what i mean it is the it is the past yeah. it's it, there's always been some sort of media ever since people were telling stories you know what i mean and printing books and then mm-hmm. radio and then television and then you know and movies and so i i mean i love that idea too i didn't even think of that but i forgot you know at some point we had talked about you know n- like new stuff like and what you thought about it um we talked about the you showed me the first uh episode of umbrella okay Academy. Yeah, yeah yeah so but the hard thing is okay is getting you to watch this shit on your own <laughs> well i'll have you know that i watched entirely both seasons of umbrella really? Academy now <laughs> yeah nice thank god for isabella dude because okay so now i have a catalyst <laughs> you know what i mean like i have this i have like i had this shit but there wasn't like there wasn't a crew and I feel like Isabella is a yeah, part yeah. of that crew now because I can be like now, okay, while we're building up new ideas and content, I can say like, okay, dude, like, you know, let's get into a watch party on Discord or on Twitch and let's watch this. Like, what are good days for you guys to do this, you know? And um, that's something that really is something that I would, I personally would really like to do because... I mean, that's what I'm going to school for. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's yeah. what I do. You know, when people like, I don't just watch Netflix and chill. I don't just watch Hulu and chill. Like, I watch it and I cry. I get mad. Like, I I want the next thing. I think about how to make movies out of series and why there was never a, a series made out of a poorly made movie. And so that's something in the future. Like, I really think um can kind of be like that fourth corner to um a decent formula for for the structure of a show um because i mean movies and series man and like like, now that i have isabella there like (laughs) like i could just kind of like put an idea out there and then if you guys check it out you could be like oh hey by the way i watched all of umbrella academy let's talk about it and then I could be like, yeah, dude, for sure. Yeah. Like one or two episodes from now, let's we'll do an Umbrella Academy episode where we talk about it for 15, 20 minutes or whatever. Um, but while we're on the subject now, and since that happened so long ago, I love how everything's coming full circle. Um, this is this all of a sudden is becoming like a really good idea to me to kill this show. Um, so we can recap <laughs> and and learn. And the whole point of the, the name like how I even named this show was to learn. You know, like it was based off the whole concept of it's okay if you don't know something. It's okay if you don't know about this culture or that music or whatever. This is a place where you can listen and hear about things and nobody's going to judge you or nobody's going to say, oh, you don't know about that. And that that was the whole point to this show. And I'm glad that some things are coming full circle so that if people do ever go back and listen to all 18, 19 episodes, they can say like, yeah, in a weird way, they kind of came back to the beginning um so while we're on it and before we kind of start closing this up here um honest honest opinions what did you think about umbrella academy in general uh i thought a lot of things didn't make any sense but i liked 
I really like some of the characters. Yeah, it's a character-driven show, for sure. It's character-driven yeah. writing, character-driven stories, um, especially because there's so many characters. Uh, so I'll I'll ask you for a couple sure. questions then. I, and and I understand it's okay. it's I understand the concept like oh it was just fine. So some of my favorite I I like all, kind of all the characters in their own little ways, um, but some that stand out in my head. Yeah. Um, you know, first of all, uh, fuck, I'm gonna fucking. All right, so let's talk about the bad guys first. All right. Okay. What did you think about uh, Hazel and Chacha? I was so confused at like most of the season by them. Yeah. I was really confused because they were bad guys, but they're like the goofiest people. Yeah. When they're like interacting with each other, so I'm like, am I supposed to hate these people or am I supposed to like them? <laughs> You're supposed to, uh, yeah. I mean, exactly. Like they're written with kind of like this. Um, it's hard to explain. Like, yeah, like this love, like you love, but you know, like I was just in school recently. We were just talking about how a good writer um, makes you kind of like, kind of like the villains. You know, like. Makes you kind of yeah. identify with them, and 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 I know Cha Cha like really. First of all, you know Mary. J well, you, okay, Do you know who Mary J. Blige is. Uh, what's her name? Allison. No, well, that's no, that's right? Mary J. Blige is who plays Cha Cha, but she's like a music a music artist, you know, like oh, especially yeah, popular yeah, yeah, like yeah. in the '90s and stuff, you know. But huge, like yeah. huge influence uh, in you know certain circles with music. Um. I was super impressed by her, her, that, that character's dynamic. Um, cause like, she does not, she does not like waver, you know what I mean? Like she, to the end, it's like, you, you really get to see what their job is through her, you know? Cause, cause she's like, yeah. when they, when they start going on each other, you know, cause Hazel, obviously he's like this big fucking cuddly teddy bear killer dude, like, you know? Yeah. and uh and they have they have they have a good dynamic and yeah it's confusing because you want to hate them because they're after you know they're trying to get rid of the the protagonists you know but at the same time like they have like these goofy dialogue um these real human moments with each other and, and you're just kind of yeah. like what the fuck you know like they're like stone cold killers, but they're also like human with at the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's super cute, but it's it's super cool. Um, all right, cool. And um, so for me, a big part of what the first season because I haven't watched the second season yet, so you're actually ahead of me here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't give away anything about the second season. Um, I haven't binged a lot of Netflix stuff because I've been on other streaming platforms, but um, to me though, a lot a lot of what is based out of season one is um is number five what did you think about five number five was like yeah, my yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> can you guess who my other favorite character is um dang i feel like who you can. okay who honestly is your uh i mean what what are what's the main reason you like five uh he's really uh kind of sarcastic and condescending <laughs> but in a funny yeah, way yeah yeah 
<laughs> like he's like this old like you can tell he does the dude the kid his name's Aiden Gallagher I think I just looked it up uh where Aiden yeah yeah he's yeah really dude he, he he does such a good job of putting an old man inside this young person <laughs> you know like yeah. and how he's just like and it goes back to like the whole reason he ended up in that situation was because he didn't he was he he wasn't listening he didn't listen you know and then he comes back yeah. and he's like listen for sure now i know more than you guys like like he he has these humble yeah. moments but like in the end he's just every single interaction he's like listen motherfuckers listen you know <laughs> yeah. um i'm trying i'm looking at a list of characters right now i'm trying to think like um man i who your other favorite character is kind of a duo a duo yeah i mean the only that i feel like that would give it away i feel like i mean the only there's a lot of duo dynamics in this in this series i mean there's the relationships between the relationship between klaus and ben uh oh really yeah, yeah I, okay i had a feeling because because if you notice there's a, there is a lot of duo dynamics there's like klaus and ben there's a relationship between alan i mean uh, sorry allison and uh and and number one luther. yeah and luther but then also allison and vanya and then there's like diego with the mom with the robot mom you know <laughs> so it's like yeah. all right but i am a little shocked by the klaus and um and the klaus and ben thing I don't know. You Why? have to explain it to me. Like, what is it that is it the dynamic? Uh, is it because literally it's like Klaus is talking, <laughs> Klaus is talking to somebody that like only he, really he can see, and Ben's like, Ben's gotta be frustrated with that. Well, like, I already liked Klaus in season one, and then I really liked Ben in season two, but he hasn't seen fuck. season two. So, what what put Ben on the map for me was season two. All right, I gotta watch it then. That means that we that that can only mean that you see him using his power more. Fuck. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We'll 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 leave it we'll leave it at that. Uh, I'm glad. I'm going to. I, I think it's probably the next thing that I'm gonna binge after I finish uh, My Hero Academia. But um. Yeah, dude, I, I'm glad you finally you finally checked it out because there is there's a lot to that series. Um and it definitely is definitely has a cult following. Um and there's some there's some pretty emotional parts, man. I like I mean when it comes to favorite characters, I think five is probably my favorite. Um so I'm I'm with you there. Yeah, I'm Same. definitely with you on that. Yeah. Um but I like I, I like certain character dynamics. Um like I like Diego. I like the fact that like Diego and Luther are kind of like the same, but they don't realize it. You know, just yeah. what? I don't like either of them that much. You don't though. like what? I didn't really like them. I think Diego's dumb and Luther is just blinded by. Yeah, I don't know him trying to be a hero when the leader. He, he, want, he wants it's they're, they're the same. Yeah. They're both the same. I also didn't like Vanya that much. Uh, yeah, see, I like Vanya's character because I just, you know, I love that, like, I love the whole hidden, like, the stored-up power dynamic, you know? Like, I love the fact that she was just 
such an outcast. I mean, within the first season anyway, she was such an outcast and felt so like distant from any everybody and she actually turns out being like the like the most powerful one, you know, in a sense. Um but they're all good. I thought that was interesting, but I don't like her her personality that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's kind of like like a hurt puppy kind of yeah. a little bit. But um and then I I mean I really like Allison. I think they could have gone into a little bit more with Allison, but she I mean she has a dope ass power. You know, like super dope yeah. power. I mean, who wouldn't want that power? Um and but honestly, if if I have to say second favorite, true second favorite character uh is Pogo. Mm-hmm. Even though he's just really? not in it. You know what I mean? Like because he's just yeah. this dude like he he really cares about these kids and he like himself he was like a science experiment but like but he raised them you know what i mean like like he's a yeah. real personality that raised them you know like the mom is a robot i mean let's let's be honest like she's basically yeah. a robot you know and and reginald it's like i have a feeling maybe we were going to see a little bit more human in season two uh as far as reginald goes but Pogo was just like that, the real comforting, like that comfort factor when they're all going crazy. Then they show Pogo and it's like, OK, everybody listen to the wise monkey, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> to the wise yeah. chimpanzee. I mean. Do you think uh, like it got crazy at the end at all of season one? Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure it did. That's going to be nothing compared to what happened in season Fuck. two. All right. It's just like, what the hell is happening? Okay. All right. I think we're going to, but, and you know what though? Uh, the more and more I think about Klaus though, like Klaus is, is, is one of, uh, one of the better characters for sure. Cause he yeah, just, he's funny. I like he's funny, funny. Yeah. And he, and he just doesn't get, and if you've known people like that in your life, it's even more it, he that character really hits home because like i can think yeah i can think of, really? a, of a handful of people that are like that have been in my life before that are just like klaus you know what i mean and it's like you mm-hmm. understand that character even even more and, and or not the character you understand how good of a job he did um in portraying a certain type of character you know because it's like he's a junkie you know what i mean like but you love him but you 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 love him like um but they're all i mean a lot of the characters are are super lovable um as far as the first season goes and now i have to watch the fucking second season because like you my mind you have my mind spinning about it um but i'm glad you watched (laughs) it dude i'm really glad you watched it um this i i'm glad that we did this this past year because now we we were able to look back and we'll be we can say like okay like um obviously this works and this doesn't so what we came up with was mitchell's k-pop corner that's that's we got to continue that somehow um somehow we got to do scuffed arts and crafts in the future um what yeah. was the third thing? Oh, somehow we got to do reviews, which is going to be really hard, but a challenge doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. Um, you know, with COVID and stuff like that, which we could probably incorporate. And then um movies, movies, series and media. Like how do we react to this? Um And it could be it could be movies, series, short films, documentaries, like 
whatever. But I, I think those are really four pretty good staples to the show that we've, we we kind of always came back and we visited in some way or another, whether it was you or somebody else on the podcast or whether it was just my ass just, you know, <laughs> blowing air into the mic, like, you know. But um, <laughs> it's yeah. honestly like um, it's been fun, though. It's It's been a ride um my only regret is not doing more episodes but if we did more episodes i don't think we could end it like this like i don't think it could be something that later on who knows like five six seven years down the road maybe more like we go back and listen to these 19 episodes and be like god what the fuck were we talking about you know (laughs) yeah i mean there were times (laughs) there were times we did episodes where i was fucking hung over like or drunk while we were recording that like, I don't even remember the episode until I go back and listen to it to edit it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like cock and balls. Like what the shit? Like, uh, like the episodes with Adam, some of the episodes, I mean, Adam's really intense, but for some reason, like you get him with a microphone and he, and he just <laughs> brings up like good, good topics or he, he can talk about certain things, you know? And, um, even the episode yeah. with Emilio, you know, which is something I would have liked to do more of, you know, talking about comics and comic book themed stuff, um, you know, but it was difficult. You know, Corona hit um, everybody else also going through their personal things, especially me. I, I know this past year for me has been like huge emotional roller coasters, um, not just one. I wasn't just on one roller coaster. I was in the fucking theme park and I couldn't get the fuck out. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, and honestly, aside from the podcast aside from everything you as a friend have like have been there um and even through this like even if you weren't able to do an episode you were vocal um in the texts and stuff like that so you know i thank you for that and putting up with with the shenanigans of everything for this past year (laughs) you know um Uh but it's been cool dude it's it's been great and i'm hoping in the future we can uh well, we will. We're going to sit down and we're going to we're going to really talk, you know, these next few months and and uh, get a formula down and say, OK, this is let's do this. But let's do this for real and let's figure out what we can do, what we can't do so that we're not trying to do shit half ass. And and that was something else, too. Like, I felt like some of the some some things were done rushed sometimes and it wasn't the best quality it could have been. Um, yeah. So but hopefully, you know, that that changes in the future. but. You know me, dude. Like I'm, all, I, my gears are always spinning, and um, I am going to be working on other stuff up until the end of the year. So that's some stuff I can talk with you off stream about. Um, you know, going out, doing stuff, filming, and then uh, we'll sit down and we'll talk about the future, uh, the future project. So I mean, anybody who's listening to this, I want you to know, like, um, like I said in the beginning, this is this is the punk rock phase for us as podcasters. Um, you know 19 episodes it's 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 like that uh it's like that that album that that was released before we got signed to a label you know <laughs> like so hopefully uh going over you know formulas and stuff in the future we can figure out something really good um to where on a professional level we can t- you know put it out there for people and it's something uh people enjoy but so yeah again just thanks for uh thanks for being along with uh being along on this ride with me dude this past year um what did you think overall overall like is this something you would have ever seen yourself doing before like doing a podcast talking about all the all the shit we talked about Mm, no no. okay 
Me oh, neither, dude. A... Me neither. I can't even. I don't even remember how I came up with this idea. At all. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I. I. I like uh, something comes to me. I'm like, can this be done? And you know, next thing you know, we're at fucking Sam Ash buying, buying mi- microphones, uh, audio interface, microphone stands that we only got to use for so many episodes because, <laughs> because this fucking virus hit. So. Um, yeah. but you know all this all that stuff's still there but um yeah other i mean other than that is there anything else you want to say before before we close out the uh the last episode ever for less than stupid <laughs> uh thank you to whoever listened. yeah we had <laughs> listeners dude you know where our mo- uh, most of our listens were uh hey. most of our most of our plays were through uh soundcloud soundcloud spotify yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Does it say where? Or who, uh, yeah, or? like analytics. Um, as far as analytics go, like a lot of the click through like engagements were from when I would post up to Facebook. So, which is kind of surprising because most of the people on Facebook are people that I know personally. Um, so yeah. And then um, the SoundCloud. I don't know, dude. SoundCloud's algorithms must be kind of like gnarly because I have no idea who these who the people were. They must have just been people looking for oh, new podcasts on SoundCloud. Um, so, you know, I, yeah, I mean, That's I definitely cool. w- will revisit SoundCloud in the future and probably use them again to uh, to syndicate the show um, if we don't decide to go another route, because it seems like we got really good, uh, really good feedback. Um, and, you know, we'll figure out things in the future, you know, how to make uh, how to make the videos more watchable and how to make sure that I don't trash like audio for full episodes so that, so that w- we can actually put the yeah. episodes up with, and the videos. And like, so again, it, it was a learning experience and um, I mean, it was fun, but now we know kind of how to go into the next thing, um, which, which I'm, I'm pretty excited about, but um, yeah, I mean, other than that, I can't remember. I, I'm thinking in my head how I'm going to edit and end this episode. And um, you know, I I have a song, a certain song that we got permission to use from an artist that we we had on the show before, or that we played their music. So um, yeah. yeah, we're gonna have a full track, you know, that'll be part of the intro, and then do the full uh, the full outro that just seems fitting um, for the ending of this show. Um, and I mean, the last thing is, I guess, do you want me to uh, you want me to tell you the name for the next show that I'm thinking about? Sure. All right. It's going to be called. Nah, I can't say it. <laughs> I can't Boy. say it because I already got all the. Uh, I already kind of went through and preserved all the Twitter, Instagram, and, and uh, e- even Gmail and stuff like that to make sure other people can't uh-huh. get the name. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'll tell you. I'll tell you off right. off recording. I'm gonna leave a little okay. open open ended thing here. But um all right. all right, man. So that's it. That's we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna wrap up the the not only the season but the series. Um yeah, it's kind of all exciting. Right. But um also I'm not that sad. I'm not I feel like I'm not gonna stress so much these next couple months. <laughs> yeah, I mean it takes time editing and stuff, you know, like you gotta figure I had to develop a whole way to edit even. Like I had to listen to the episodes take notes for the videos so that i didn't have to watch the full videos but then stuff wouldn't match up 
and you would have to watch the full videos anyway. And there was a couple episodes, especially for like the hour long episodes like this one, where it would take like mm-hmm. anywhere from like three to four to five hours of editing total. Like that's yeah, you know, oh, wow. so um yeah, but um but I did learn some what? stuff along the way. But um yeah, other than that, dude, thanks again and um fuck, we gotta we gotta well, we're we're gonna talk outside of Discord, but um, I guess uh, usually we end this by saying, you know, if people want to check out social media handles and stuff like that, um, everybody should know by now. What's yours, Mitch? Mitch dot H six. Thanks on so. Instagram. So if you guys want to, if you're if you're so sad that you want to b- try to build a relationship with Mitchell on social media, it's uh, Mitch dot H six <laughs> on Instagram. Um, I'm going to leave the, the Instagram and YouTube and everything up for this show. So for everybody who did listen, uh, thank you so much. Or if you're listening to this now, um, 10 years down the road, um, hopefully all of our stuff is still up and basically, you know, you just, uh, on Instagram and Twitter, we're at less than stupid. Um, you go to Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, we're at less than stupid podcast. And, um, lastly, I just want to, I guess, thank everybody who, who listened when you did for however long you did the whole five minutes. So, um, other than that, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>